what happened there. Were we talking about Hillary Clinton? Did we do the kill count? I'm not sure if that's what went down. Oh, no. <laughs> FBI's at the door. Microphone. I think they shot my mic with a sniper. <laughs> the mic stand's going crazy right now. That was wild, man. I can't believe that. They're trying to get that uh, the heart attack gun. That's what it is, man. It's because we talked about Bills and the, the cigar. So funny that that happened. Did it? Vanessa Hutchins? All right, I'll, I'll accept. Yeah. I, I, all right. <laughs> Sounds hot. Oh, man. Was she born oh, a woman dude. or was it? Oh, <laughs> well, dude, again, have you seen this Lady Gaga commercial? You got to look at it. I'm telling you, Lady Gaga's a man. I'm Frick commercial. Right. Have you been to Chicago? <laughs> I don't know what's what anymore. <laughs> I got to walk through these schools. That, <laughs> that chick's a dude? That's literally half the things that I That chick's a dude? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what are, do you want to get through uh, whatever we didn't get through? Is that kind of our goal here for before Podbean kicks us off? They, they're in, they've been cashing our downloads and governoring. Uh, they, they don't like us, the Podbean. Well, now we know they're owned by the oil company because as soon as we talked about Toyota and EVs. Uh-huh. Oh, maybe they're won by the no. EV people. We're pro-oil, yeah. Oh, yeah, this is the liberals, man. Yeah, it's the Google folk out in Oregon and, you know, uh, in the L.A. Pinocchios. The Pinocchios, man. So, <laughs> EV, it's funny. I didn't know you had something to talk about with the EVs. I personally had a nice little clip that I thought you would have enjoyed. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I really want to hear what you have. Because, listen, for those that don't know, I have no idea what this clip is. He did not send it to me, but I already know where it's going, and it's going to lead right into what I want to talk about with Toyota. So, All right, let's have a good time. Uh, lay back, relax, smoke them. Got them. Here we go. <laughs> Has been selling cars his whole life. I, I his do that every time. I'm sorry. The, the production crew... Uh, really? When they had like a 1980s original iMac. It was fine, no problems. You get them something new, and then that's it. They can't handle it. Lazy. That's what <laughs> someone's getting fired here. A lot of migrants, folks. I can replace Fuck all it. of we'll you. We'll do it live. You already. <laughs> we're doing it live. That's a good clip. I'm. Gonna, I should sound clip. All right, here we go. Ray Huffines has been selling cars his whole life. His father started this dealership nearly a century ago. So if there's one thing he knows, it's the ins and outs of consumer demand. So in layman's terms, there are some cars that might be sitting here for a year before being sold. We don't want that, but it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 a... uh, it's in Texas. <laughs> He's only been selling cars for a hundred years. <laughs> what do you know? These guys don't know what they're talking about. All right, here we go. Has he met these young fish. people from Berkeley? <laughs> they got the algorithms, man. Did you see their statistics? <laughs> Come on. Uh, they grew up listening to El Gore. Come on. <laughs> According to a recent Bloomberg NEF report, more than one million electric vehicles were sold nationwide in 2023. That's the highest recorded so far. It's demand, though, that Huffines just isn't seeing. Getting a different car like an EV electric vehicle didn't even cross your mind? Uh, no, ma'am. And would you I ever really get... like the Camaro. Yeah. Would you ever think about getting one? Uh, maybe in the long run. Is the government that's really pushing this? <laughs> they have what they call the corporate average fuel economy, and they keep raising that level to the point where the manufacturers must sell electric vehicles, uh, zero emission vehicles, in order to meet that. If they don't meet it, then they have to pay fines. But yet, the demand is not there. So the manufacturers can build them, but that doesn't necessarily mean that people are going to buy them. And you get kind of caught in the middle of all that. Yes. The Biden administration has set a goal that half of all new car sales be electric by 2030. And as time goes on, those in the auto industry believe improvements in features and prices will help supply and demand differences right now, eventually even out. There isn't zero demand. There's plenty of demand. But automakers over... Excuse me? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, no. did it when it came to predicting the take rate for these cars. So now they have too many. And we're already seeing electric vehicle prices come down. As soon as possible. Do you remember, do you, go stop right there. When, do you remember, like, uh, Tickle Me Elmo? 
Oh, yeah, man. Remember when there was like, no, 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 there is a demand, but we made too many. <laughs> Remember Furby when they were like, yeah. no, 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 there is a demand, but we made too many. <laughs> when has it ever been that there is a demand for something, but we made too That's just not how capitalism works. You always make less than what you think people will want in order to make sure you sell them all, right? To create demand. To create Unless I'm Frank, are you something. an economist? No, 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 no. I think I'm a fascist. Some sort of white supremacist. No, you about sound it. like a Trump voter. Are you mega? Just had a uh, catastrophe happen here. Frank, it really sounds like you don't care about the environment. <laughs> this is crazy. I love it. All right, I got a few more seconds here. Yeah, let's do one going. of these things. It's just a car. But it is the coolest car you'll ever own. It is unbelievable performance. And so another element to all of this is the tax credits, which can be complicated and they can change. In fact, just this week, a bunch of cars now no longer qualify for that full $7,500 tax credit that was given under the Inflation Reduction Act. So just a lot of elements to the story right now, Adrian. All right, man. So No, there's one key element that people don't want it. People don't want it. No, they don't want it. (laughs) That's the truth. That's the bottom line. It's so sad, but they're trying to usher in this new world where we're all driving around these electric battery cars, and it's just not anything that people want. It's not safe. Have you seen the fires that break out in people's garages and consume their homes? Yeah, and and what's sad is the the government never has to force something on you that you want. You tell me there's a demand for it. I know there's not a demand. That's why you have the government subsidy. Yes. That, that is like literally that's what the definition of a government subsidy is to incentivize people who don't want something to, to want it. Nobody you wants know? these cars. They're wasteful. They don't make sense. You hit over 100,000 miles. They don't go anywhere. You have to replace the batteries in the best cars. I'm talking Teslas, man. I'm not even talking about those Ionics or anything else. That's <laughs> definitely you know, not a Tesla. So all these companies are they're agreeing with the US. They're like Jaguar and Audi. They're all going like by 2030, they're gonna be hundred percent electric. Oh yeah. Apparently. Do you know who's not doing any of it? Toyota. They said, Nope. Dude, you gotta listen. You got to watch the video where the the CEO from Toyota explains their stance on electric vehicles. And you're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is a guy who's running a business, (laughs) not trying to follow a political movement. It's insane. Yeah. Dude, he breaks it down. They're going towards hydrogen. Yes. Right? Absolutely. And they're the only ones doing it. And when you listen to what you, can I break down what he explained? Please do. Absolutely. Okay. First of all, we don't even have enough resources on earth to make enough batteries for everybody to drive on a fully electric vehicle. It's just not possible. Right? So right there, you can't do it. Two, even if you did do it, we don't have the infrastructure to charge all the electric vehicles if everybody bought one. So that's two. Even if you could build them, you can charge them. Both, right? both widely publicly announced and shared. People can <laughs> easily Google this stuff. Like It's very obvious that this was the case. Oh, it's so obvious. And then number three, you can't build them. You can't charge them if you, even if you do build them. And then, even if you get it past that obstacle, you don't have people to repair them. That's right. <laughs> so work on them, right? Their whole thing is, with hydrogen, all that you're really doing is you're kind of changing out, like, man, you're changing the manifold, the injectors, and the hoses. It's very easy. Even, like, somebody who's been a mechanic for 40 years, like our uncle, you know, it wouldn't be hard for him to adjust to work on a hydrogen engine. Still the same components with the pistons and everything. It's just running off of a different fuel. So really, it's just the fuel supply that's changed. Uh, so right there, 
I mean, that right there is everything. <laughs> my mechanic can work on it, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually picturing in my mind uh, Back to the Future 2 with the Mr. Fusion cars, and you, he's like there <laughs> in the future, and he sees the, the group of guys run out in the future gas station, fix the future car that does the floating through uh, space-time. Or it's at a least, little different. You know, but, uh... Well, you know, my mind, that's where my mind goes, man. I'm an idiot. Right. This is more like you could take a hydrogen car to our uncle and hit all, he has all the tools he would need pretty much. It would just be a different fuel supply, different manifold. Very easy to, for him to adjust. So you have mechanics that could work on the hydrogen cars. Not only that, the refill rate is equivalent and faster than fuel. Because you're pumping pressurized gas instead of a liquid. So you could actually refuel faster. Wow. No, I'm, I've been all on board with the don't buy into these battery car electric you know, toys that they're pushing out. It's the precursor to the hydrogen fuel cell, which I think they've just been waiting on because how much money is there truly... If you have this car that runs on essentially, what is it? it the exhaust is water drippage, right? The exhaust would be water, yeah. So that's I'm, what they're working know. on, yeah. So I mean, this that's a hard sell. In as far as how do these major corporations make money? Again, it comes back to profits, right? Oh, sure. If there's a pandemic that's sweeping around the world and killing people, we'll we'll come up with a something that saves your lives, but. Only if it maybe makes you more sick in the end, so we can make you uh, subscribe to our <laughs> prescribe to our other medications, right? Yeah, there's always about but, money, man. You have to watch it. Anybody that want that is interested in electric cars, go look at Toyota and what they're doing with hydrogen. I'm hugely and, uh, into it, and I believe hydrogen is the future with the cars. I really do, honestly. The electric is just not making sense. And the biggest thing they said is. There's no way to do electric cars and be carbon neutral. So if you're trying to if you're trying to protect the environment, the electric car is the worst thing to do because you haven't even changed your fuel source away from fossil fuels. If you're charging your electric car on the grid, you're most likely charging it with fossil fuels and they're lying to you about the cost. Average person is paying equivalent of $17 a gallon right now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That's what your electric charges cost. And which is great because remember Stephen Colbert? I would pay $15 a gallon if it meant Ukraine beats Russia. Oh, oh here you go. Right. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. <laughs> He's dancing with those needles uh, somewhere, I can only presume. Yeah, look it up, dude. The Toyota, and the, they're the only ones. That they're not, you're not hearing about any electric Toyotas, right? I mean, these guys, and they started the movement with the hybrid. But what they did is they used the hybrid to learn. And now what they want to do is actually, it's going to be an electric car, but it's run off of a small battery that is charged by a hydrogen fuel cell. Uh, that's so crazy, honestly. I mean, they're, they're taking it to another level. They're thinking outside the box. You know what I mean? It's amazing. But buy Toyota. Yes, I'm all in, man. Because the, they're already the admitting all these major companies. They're admitting. I mean, we joked. I literally joked about it uh, before. Uh, Ford, Chrysler, all these people were like laughing at electric vehicles and how you can't just build an electric car company. You can't just build. And then Tesla did it. Elon Musk did it. And now they're all like, "Well, what do you want us to do? It's too late. We can't keep up with Tesla." <laughs> like, they're not going to be able to match. Tesla is kind of. The electric car, you know? I'll get the hydrogen fuel cell car. I think that's the car of the future. These electric battery uh, vehicles that die out 100,000 miles in, you got to get the whole gizmo attached to your garage, but also it might explode and set up a blaze your home in a spectacular uh you know flame of glory like i, I i'm not into that right now you know i'll, I'll do the hydrogen fuel yeah because that also leads me closer to flux capacitor i don't know why <laughs> hydrogen cell <laughs> to my pea brain means flux capacitor it doesn't but they will be able to, it's definitely easier to retrofit like gas stations and everything and tankers 
to haul hydrogen than it is to change the grid to electric vehicles. Oh, we just, this is crazy. We can't sustain. No, it's absolutely absurd to think everybody could be charging everything. The gas stoves, the cars, every the phones, the computers, everything's electric, man. It's just totally impossible. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's insane that that's what wins you a position of leadership in this country. It's not even really leadership, but you want to be like a, a top, you want to become an official in this country. You have to bag these absolutely absurd ideas that most intelligent people know will fail. What are you talking about, bro? I said pizza every day. We're getting, <laughs> we're getting, we're getting pizza every day, bro. No, it's not just taco salad on Tuesday. It's going to be on Thursday, too. And I'm not just talking about the crappy taco salad. I'm talking about the one where you get the tortilla bowl, right? Where you can break apart the tortilla. And all all you got to do is just write down on this piece of paper, everybody in your family that's not vaccinated. (laughs) Then you get your tacos and your pizza. That's right. And we're just going to round them up into this train and take them over to these... uh, not concentration camps. <laughs> no, no, no. We're just concentrating the unvaccinated into a camp. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Don't you worry. It's just like orange juice. It's better when it's concentrated, <laughs> you know? Makes it better. Get rid of all that bitterness. All right, man. We got anything else left on the docket here? Should we uh we only uh, had we lost the listeners earlier from the pod being short out. That was Fantastical. I'm glad. I know, that's terrible. They did it on true. They did it on they, purpose. They don't like us. There was um, something he had on here. Was, uh... Fetterman, bro. What happened with oh, Fetterman? I don't have a clip, dude? but I just put it in the notes. <laughs> he's dropping truth bombs. It's kind of weird. I don't know. He's talking about building the wall. I'm. I'm. It's funny you went to that and not the uh, space aliens reported at the mall in Miami, which keeps getting a lot. <laughs> I'm a real. Mike's like, I don't know. I don't want to even. Don't even want to hear what Frank has to say about that. (laughs) Space aliens, mall, Miami, come on. The police presence was insane, dude. Dude, do we know what happened? It might have just been a training exercise. Maybe. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, there was like a huge, huge <laughs> thing at a Miami mall where it was like blocks of police An cars. Unbelievable. Supposedly there was 12-foot beings. 10 to 12-foot beings, beings, aliens, walking, shopping. Right. <laughs> the best part of the story is you had like people shooting at them. Nobody took a picture. Nobody took a picture. I know. That's why I don't believe it uh, too much. And remember, what's funny, too, about that is we were discussing a couple episodes ago how it would really not be necessary for our government to stage uh, Project Blue Beam in the sky with all the drone technology and all the stuff with Elon, they they could easily just do it on the phones and convince everyone. What if they did show us aliens in a shootout at a mall in Miami? That's all it would maybe even take. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) I don't know, dude. How many videos are on X where there's like a drive-by shooting and nobody pulls out a gun, but there's five angles from a camera? You know what I mean? Like, people literally pull out their phone before they pull out a gun nowadays. I I don't believe you at all. You tell me there's fucking no video footage because we were shooting. I don't know. I don't believe it either. I I had a hard time swallowing this one, but I thought it does play into a bit of the maybe blue beam doesn't need to be in the sky again. It could just be sort of psychological. No, it was probably a training exercise, and some asshole filmed it from his hotel room, and it became this whole big thing. Most likely, (laughs) you're probably right. note this fetterman guy was brain dead and a democrat yes a regained consciousness that's right. is, is, is practically donald trump 
I mean, I, I mean, we're two months away from John Fetterman talking about how he could grab women by the pussy. This is crazy. <laughs> well, they let you if you're a celebrity. I don't know if you know this. And he's almost there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Fetterman is blowing my like a, mind. Before, the ne- before his next election, Fetterman's going to bring out his new wife from Bulgaria. <laughs> <laughs> it was a gift from the Russians. Her name's Vilania. <laughs> uh, no, I swear she's 23. <laughs> Look at, younger in Russia. Seen that? Like, you know, I, I, the Epstein pictures, there's that one where it's Trump and Melania. We're like, it's kind of when they first started dating. You know what I'm talking about? The only reason I think she looks I young. Really, I'm saying she looks I, young. I, I know, but she Looking was definitely young. over 18 because Trump never shied away from making fun of Epstein for liking for liking them young. Them young. Yes, I t- so that's why I do believe. I think Trump knew he was playing the game. I'm not saying Trump didn't want to fuck a 16 year old, but I think he always waited until they were 18. All right, I agree. I agree. I'm not saying it's any less disgusting, but he, you know. He seems like the guy that would groom him at know. 16 and then fuck him at 18, you know? I don't know. I just don't know anymore when it comes to this weirdo, pedo stuff. Is, th- is that really what everybody's working towards? Like, in my mind, I'm working, I w- I'm working to be Elon Musk-level rich so that I could just sit on a yacht and do nothing. But is and, that like everybody else is working seat, to they could, like, fuck 14-year-old girls? Well, no. So, I agree. I think Elon... And Trump, you put aside the conspiracies and everything, when you look at the guys and their track record, right? These are dudes who've just spread their seed with multiple women. Yeah. And they're women who are of age, shockingly, for people like, I don't know, Bill Gates, who likes dudes like Kevin Klein, who play his wife in real life, uh, you know, and all these other weirdos. But... You know what I'm saying? Like, it does seem like Trump, Elon, these are fellas who are rich and, you know, had kids with a lot of people. Did Bill Gates have a lot of kids with a lot of women? I don't think so. But it does seem like Bill Gates loved to go to Epstein Island. You know what I'm saying? Did Clinton have a lot of kids with a lot of women outside of black kid uh, Clinton (laughs) that we talked about in the last episode? And then, uh, what's her name? Chelsea, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, not a lot of kids. So it does seem like, though, Bill Clinton did like to go to the island where he did the kids. So maybe there's a connection there. Maybe if it's the the mogul with the money spreading the seed, I'm not so inclined to assume this guy's diddling the kiddies. Do you know what always ruins their narrative with Trump? And this is why she, dude, they, they, they fucking threw her into the spotlight. The minute they found out that she had a story with Trump, but then when they heard the whole story, they buried her faster than anything else. Karen McDougal. Oh, the Playboy. The Playmate. Yes, man. Yes. The thing that none of the other Epstein guys have that Trump has. One, he was mentioned in in the deposition as, we might go to his casino. Yes. Like, that is. That's it, actually. That's it. That's it. No, you you actually, just as you did uh, the Jimmy Kimmel of the depositions for uh, Epstein, uh, it's the Jimmy Kimmel's jokes on Kamala, right? There's one mention. Yeah, one, one mention. Joke. <laughs> that's it. That's all, that's all they mentioned about Trump. Uh, and then also, Trump has Karen McDougal, who, for those that don't remember, he fucked Stormy Daniels and he fucked Karen McDougal, paid them both off. They did the one interview with both of them, and uh, the one where Karen McDougal pretty much said he was kind of a gentleman. I know. And she didn't regret I, sleeping dude, with him. I know. She I know. even said she didn't see the money as a payoff. For uh. this. She, she even like was like honest about how like it was more of a, she felt it was more he was trying to protect his family, not really for the presidential. You know what I mean? Like. That's what none of these other guys have. 
is is a woman that's actually been recorded being honest about it. it's like it makes your story fall apart about Donald Trump because in the meantime you're paying you're making him pay 10 million dollars to a lady who doesn't look anything like Karen McDougal who says he forced her into a closet <laughs> you know what i mean in the meantime, um, yeah, you have dude. Karen McDougal out there who's willingly having sex with him, saying he was a great guy. Again, with Trump, what gets me is of-age women. That's all yeah, you hear. That's, that's yes. all you hear about. And not only that, porn stars, Playboy models, the guy was kind of shagging babes. You can't get any more mad at him than you do Leo DiCaprio. Oh, I'm sorry. I left out one other caveat. Supermodel wife. Uh, like, yeah, Frank, but I heard from Jimmy Kimmel. He wants to fuck his daughter. Well, but <laughs> we also saw the proof on Jimmy Kimmel. The carrot, Mike. Never forget. Uh, or no, remember mushroom. the clay mushrooms? Was it mushroom? No, sorry. It was the, the clay one, mushrooms. There was first a carrot joke, and then they did the mushroom. Yeah, okay. That's right. Because yeah. we're all going to laugh at his penis, which never lands. We've talked about this before. We've covered it before. No, no guy out there cares how funny or outrageous or small or anything Trump's penis <laughs> is. He's laid way hotter chicks than any of us could ever imagine in our entire lives, man. I would rather have a small, funny-looking mushroom dick that's been inside Karen McDougal yes, than exactly. have my beautiful 8-inch Italian dick that has not been Karen McDougal. And not only that, and then I paid McDougal millions of dollars, and then decades later, she's like, yeah, I fucked him. You know? yeah, no, <laughs> I, no, it was only 100 grand, and she said she didn't even want it. It was all right. She didn't even need to pay, uh, didn't even to pay her off. She wanted to fuck him again. It was good time. It was the most, it's the most incredible interview when you listen to it, because it's like they're trying to portray him as this, like, you know, uh, sex offender. I know. No, but also Marla Maples and Ivanka or Ivana, has, all his wives have been models when he's with them. Like, the yeah. dude... The dude has just been banging of age models that we know dude. of, and and, and the-, <laughs> the fucking Playboy models and poor stars. Get out of here! It's crazy. Yeah, I heard the other day uh, again. They brought up uh, back when he owned the um, the contest, Miss America. Miss America, man. Yeah. And they're like, he would walk through the dressing room <laughs> looking at these women, and I was just all oh, I yeah. could think in my head. You know, every guy out there is like. Well, if I could walk through that room, <laughs> there's nothing that would stop me. <laughs> if I had the opportunity to walk through that dressing room, I mean, come on. I would give it to him. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not mad at him, you know? All right. Well, uh, Duchon, I see Duchon's in there, the little chata. We got a little... Uh... Danny Day's uh, in there. That's a, we, we lost yeah. the action when we got cut off, unfortunately. We had a couple other fellas in there. That would be, uh, but, uh, man, I got to say, um, pretty much winding down here, uh, is there anything else, Mike, that you had on your docket or on the docket we didn't get no, to? Like, no, uh, we didn't really get to the Fetterman, but, uh, yeah, just I like what he has to say. About oh, yeah, what, what, were, what did you, I had no clip of Fetterman. What did you No, have? I just, he's, he's, <laughs> dude, the left is really mad at him. It's really funny because all of us, like, we're like, dude, you guys are voting for John Fetterman. He's brain dead. You don't even know, like, who he is or what he represents, right? And they're all like, no, he's a great guy. He's this, he's that. And then he regains consciousness, and he's turning out to be more right than you want him to be. And now it's the people on the left are like, we shouldn't let this guy in. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, he's coming back. As the brain functioning is returning, and he's realizing he's on the wrong side. Yeah, I think that's really what it is. He's been played, man. It's kind of weird. It's kind of creepy. It's like Frankenstein's monster realizing, uh, you know. Well, no, you know what it is? Is his wife was running the election. Yeah, after this, the after, it was his wife that was doing everything, and now I think he's starting to come through. And he's the most. He's one of the like. He's one of the most honest people about his like corruption and who's who he's paid for. Uh, you know. 
Like, as far as donors. I couldn't agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got a... Uh... Did we do Imbram X Kendi yet and talk about that guy with his uh, reaction to the Harvard? Did we go over that at all? No, we didn't even talk about Harvard. That's I know. Hilarious, it's a tricky man. subject. It's like whenever we try to talk about Niger or the the Uyghurs yeah. over. I, it's got really tough. Yeah, it, it's a fine line. Uh, I got no. Harvard's clip, hilarious, but... though, man. You, if you, <laughs> if you have a Harvard degree, you should ask for your money back. Jesus Christ. Um. So the backlash I've been seeing all over the interwebs and the X, formerly known as Twitter, uh, is that she had to resign because it was uh the racist institutions and it's all the systemic uh what have you. And all I could think is, you know, isn't this what your whole DEI was all about to get these people in these positions? And then not only her, but other people have stepped down. Like, Oh, no, she's absolutely right, though. It is a racist institution. The only reason you were president is because of racism. Yes. And she wasn't fired. This bitch is still going to get. A fucking like half a million dollar paycheck. <laughs> making a, year. a lot of money. She's still at Harvard. She's just not the president. Tell me this happens to a white man who gets caught plagiarizing. Well, they're saying it's very racist and it's systemic and uh, it is racist. It is systemic. You guys are absolutely right. I'm agreeing with you. The racism and the the systemic racism is we don't fire you completely out of Harvard. You only get to keep your job because you're black. That is systemic racism. I'm floored by this whole scenario that we've we've called it the pendulum swing. We saw it coming, right? And here it is. All right. You guys pulled it all the way to the left. You said we're going to hire people because of their skin color. And because of their gender preference or whatever. Because they were better. That was the whole thing. They were better. That's right, man. She has more to offer than anybody who didn't plagiarize because she's a black woman. Her life experiences are worth more than her economic achieve or uh, academic achievements. What what do we say, dude? The pendulum you pull it so hard to the left. That pendulum is going to slip out of your fingertips and it's going to swing equally as hard to the right, man. And what do you have now? They're repealing all this D-E-I. I get it wrong all the time. It's the diversity <laughs> and the equity and the inclusion, right? They're, they're, they're repealing it, actually, in a lot of institutions and major corporations. And they're saying, you know what? Uh, we maybe made a mistake. Uh, by trying to segregate things and be um, ultra-diversified di- and inclusive by excluding a bunch of people who were, what do you call it, white. Uh, so we maybe <laughs> have possibly been a little reverse racist with this one, sorry. Uh, we're we're going to dial it back here a little bit. <laughs> Which, dude, about time, I have to say, just seeing it unfold, I, you know me, I put my finger on the pulse of our society based on the commercials and the view. All right. If I know what's going on in our world, it's our commercials and the view. And our commercials and the view have been spot on lately, which uh, is the white guy not welcomed. We're out, man. You know, they don't want us. And uh, I've seen it. I get it. I understand. But all I've thought and said this whole time is, if you keep excluding one group, you're gonna have you're gonna create another victim. Now your new victim, congratulations, is the white guy. <laughs> He's the guy. <laughs> the white guy's the victim now of the modern era, man. He's been excluded from everything, man. You idiots. <laughs> and I love the idea of these white women. Listen, just because you kissed a bitch in high school or college, you're still part of the white group. Yes, you're gonna claim LGBT. Every woman now is a fucking LGBTQ. You're on the team. Congratulations. Yeah, nobody wants to be part of that white straight team. You know, (laughs) 
I got it here, dude. What's that Ibram X uh, Kendi? Oh, I don't even know. Uh, I, I thought you said you had it. Well, no, he he was... um. Oh. <laughs> he was... Let me down. Production crew, you know? Well, no, he he was tweeting like a madman over the week, last week, over all the uh, alleged uh, racism behind it. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I have nothing. The only thing I have is uh, Vivek. Remember Vivek? Oh, we never got to Vivek. Should we? Vivek. Oh, shoot. Um, yeah, we should do Vivek. Sorry. All right, let's do it. I got it right here. We never did it. We'll do it. We'll, we'll close out the show. <laughs> Just like the Indian food, I never get to it. You know oh what I mean? There's, there's so many better options. I'm sorry, Vivek. It's Sunday. I got all day. It's my favorite day, and which means I have time to pass through some of this Indian food and uh, <laughs> survive whatever taste goes through my mouth with Vivek. Here we go. Let's do it. Ram a shawarma ding dong. I hope you're hungry. I'm not. I'm not going to recite some catechism for you. I'm against. <laughs> do you know why they really hate this guy? We're never sorry, going to do this clip. I swear to God. I'm so sorry. I swear. I, I didn't even no. mean to do it. No, it's go. Just, I'm ready. I'm just, actually. Hold on. Just, wait, wait. Are you to say what you're going to say? I'm going to smoke this bowl. Do it. <laughs> they really hate him because he's like a child of immigrants who came to this country. He made a ton of money. But and not only did he, he become like this millionaire, billionaire, whatever, I don't know how much money he has, but he like married a woman, has kids. <laughs> he, he like yes. He's like a 36-year-old millennial who believes in the old ways, and because of that, he was very successful. I and could, they have a yes. very hard time with that. Absolutely. They don't like uh, immigrants or first-generation children of immigrants. No, not only that, they supporting... don't want millennials to succeed. They want every millennial and Gen Xer, everybody millennial and younger, they want you to believe the American dream is dead. Yes. You can't, you can't succeed because of the system. It's systemic. And then here comes this Indian, first-generation. He's a millennial, and he's a billionaire with a wife, kids. He did everything that... They say is not right, but it actually is right. Oh, you forgot to mention the worst part about him, Mike. He's a Republican. Conservative. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially mega extremist. Uh, kill him. <laughs> kill him. All we right. can't lock him up for Jan 6? Should we do it? Will we ever do it? Let's do it. Discrimination in this country. So I'm not pledging allegiance to your new religion of modern wokeism, which absolutely fits, fits the test. I'm not going to bend the knee to your religion. I'm sorry. I'm not asking you to bend the knee to mine, and I'm not going to bend the knee to yours. But do I condemn vicious racial discrimination? Yes, I do. Am I going to play your silly game of gotcha? No, I'm not. And frankly, this is why people have lost trust. And I know you're going to go print the headline tomorrow. I already know this. We already know how your game works. Vivek Ramaswamy refuses to condemn white supremacy because you asked a stupid question. Oh, he, fu the reality he fucking Eminem'd him, dude. He fucking green-miled him. Not green-miled. Eight-miled him. <laughs> Green Mile would have been a little different. I'll give you Green Mile. That's uh, AOC's next movie. Uh, edit that out. I think that shows racism. <laughs> Vivek was in Green Mile. He's the big guy, right? right. Is Don Cheadle back there? Nah, just scratch that. Production no, crew. You know I mean, he ate mild him. He knew exactly what you're going to say about him next. And he called you out on it. He made it so that you couldn't print that in the in the uh, headline. I just... I'm a... I'm in, I'm really enjoying the ride, Vivek. Vic, see, it's, he's Kamala Harrising me here. So did you? I, so the reason I bring that up, did you see that clip of Bill Maher? I did not. Oh, uh, it's really funny. I forgot who he's arguing with. Some he's talking with somebody. It's somebody brings up Vivek, and Bill Maher goes, "It's Vivek." It rhymes with cake. <laughs> oh, they congratulations, gonna, Bill! You're. You're so cultured. Okay. <laughs> no, no, oh, no, no, Macron. Yes. No, no, no. It's, it gets even better because I, I really got to find this clip because the guy goes, really? Because I heard his family was from like this region in India and that Indian name is actually <laughs> like the guy knew like the origin of the name. And then Bill Maher was like, I think it's cake. Dude, oh it's, God, so dude. it's so good. It's so good. Bill Maher, say for me, pronounce uh, Mariola Himlevsky, please. I, I, I freaking 
dare you to pronounce him Levski, dude? You oh, for those that don't know, Frank's middle name Say say Kajimish. Spell that, please. Spell my middle name, Bill Maher. Kajimish, you monster, you retard. Unbelievable, <laughs> dude! It's so fucking funny. Get I woke, find get broke. Looks oh my so god! Dumb. No, it's so dumb because the truth of the matter is, man, we are a melting pot of a country, and everybody, hopefully, has some sort of connection to old world or old dude, culture and older I, <laughs> names. And I, you know, it's very it's you, good for you, man. For, Jesus, dude! I mispronounce shit. It's fine. I trained a guy from Africa, and. Everybody always joked how like we were inseparable, you know, and it was like we, you know we were always together. And it was so funny, and everybody laughed because he called me Mark, <laughs> right? That's right. And it was really, it's really funny. And then it took him forever to. Re- it's, I mean, I'm talking. About, I knew this guy for like three years before he knew my name was. Like it took him forever to be able to say Mike, you know. And then. uh he still calls me Mark because now it's kind of like an inside joke. My point is, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> I know, dude. It doesn't matter. No offense. Did that guy not like me because he called me Mark? No, it was just a a, a cultural thing. You know what I mean? Well, we did a was- job for a guy when we were landscaping for our uncle's company. He called us all Mike. All of us. All of us. Yeah, no, it has nothing to, you know. It goes both ways. I always joke about how that's really American, (laughs) but really it just goes both ways. We have different languages, different names. So for Bill Maher to be like, I don't know. It was just such a. It was so funny because it was such a white liberal man thing to do. Or like, you're gonna be the superior one and correct this person on the Indian name. And then by the end of the (laughs) the conversation, you actually don't know if you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what you talking about? Me, my family, (laughs) Calabrese. (laughs) Get it right, Bilmar. Yeah, let's just talk about Vivek, Vivek. God, wow. I forgot we're trying to get to that. Play that clip. Uh, what? Bless you. Warm shawarma? What'd you say? <laughs> I'm hungry too. All right, let's try it. Let's try it. I condemn vicious racial discrimination in this country, but the kind of vicious and systematic racial discrimination we see today is discrimination on the basis of race in a very different direction. You want to know what the best way is to end discrimination on the basis of race? Stop discriminating on the basis of race. Do that, we're going to move this country forward. And I don't care whether you're black or white or brown or anything in between. That's how we're going to unite this country. You people have been responsible for dividing this country to a breaking point, creating a projection of national division. I meet people from the south side of Chicago to meetings like this one of every shade of melanin. little shout-out to Mike there. Hey, now. Vivek, I think he smelled some of your schwammer ding-dong going on there. (laughs) Multiple from man to woman. Even our Mexican food is Indian. I'm sure he loves this place. It's pronounced gyro. All right, Vivek, gyro. Get it right. I call it a gyro. Oh, sorry, gyro. Nobody calls it a gyro. That's a Mike thing. I'm a gyro. I mean euro. I call it a euro, but I know it's. A, I like gyro. Because you're Finocchio. Uh, three quarters. I don't know if you. <laughs> out that you're closet. You're a Finoc. Out that closet. People. <laughs> who are hungry for reviving unity in this country? Hey, and you, with your catechism that you try to get to politicians to whatever fake headline you're going to print on the basis of this conversation tomorrow, that's what's dividing this country for a break to a breaking point. Shame on you. Look people in the eye and tell them what you've actually failed to tell them for the last five years. Yeah. Own the accountability for your own failures as the media. That's how we rebuild trust in this country. And until then, I don't have a lot of patience to play the games. He's oh, not wrong. Man. For those that don't know, the, uh, it was a lady from the Washington <laughs> Post. I asked him if he would condemn white supremacy. That's right. Yeah, I kind of... Uh, the guy's name is Vivek Warmashwama, whatever. You don't think he condemns white supremacy? I brought this up last time. <laughs> you talking about the skinheads, I mean, the Nazi guys? Who, who are... Just give me... I want one description of your white supremacist. Is it Donald Trump? 
Is that your white supremacist now? Is it Don Jr.? Who is it? Dude, I can't get this through to people's heads. I consider myself white. I have met KK members who ask you, what are you? Because you ain't white. To a guy who's half Polish. You know what I mean? Yeah, Do you man. not think the guy who's Vivek Ramaswamy? You don't think he's a? You know what I mean? You think the KKK K members are bringing him in because he voted for Trump? Well, because we, he doesn't think Jan <laughs> Six was an insurrection. We've discussed this before. The reason why it's so insulting to so many people like ourselves who are first generation to this country, people whose parents and grandparents worked so hard to just make it here and survive, uh, to then be looked in the face and said, hey, you got you to gotta pay reparations to all the people who <laughs> owned slaves 200 years ago. Like, what, what are you talking about? Like, what are you talking about? You're nuts. No, I, I loved when you sent me that, that article from Denver where it said, uh, the illegal immigrants demand that the government give them jobs and like better housing. It was in the Westward article, uh, Westward uh, Denver here. Uh, yeah, they they stormed the Capitol. Not an insurrection. It was migrants bust here from the border, came here illegally, and they demanded from our government that they be treated uh, with respect, and they are given housing, money, jobs, and uh, education, and free health care. Then I went up to Nona and I showed her and I said, Nona, back in 1970 when you immigrated to America, what did you demand of the government? <laughs> How many things? Was it all the money? Some health care? <laughs> How many checks did you get? She laughed and talked about how her dad gave her like $100 loan and she had to pay it back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's um all I could think about. I immediately texted you that. I said, how, how many things did, did our grandparents get from the government when they immigrated Nothing. here illegally back in the 60s and 70s? Nothing. They worked multiple jobs and factories uh, and I'm not even talking about the indentured servitude they escaped from in Europe after it was decimated post world wars. Did oh, dude, I say even in Argent, dude? Even in Argentina, Donut tells me stories all the time. They were they made it to Argentina from Italy, and there our grandpa worked full time. She would sew sweatshirts by candlelight at Folks, night. <laughs> to make a little extra money. Pizza every day. Where's my uh where's, where's those where's those paychecks for the grandma? I gotta say it no, was no no, no 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 but if you're a barista you should get thirty six dollars an hour, Frank. Benefits, vacation. I'll tell you what you the, the pimple faced pip squeak down the street in high school here uh works over at the Mickey D's uh down at the mall. He makes twenty dollars an hour, full coverage, health care, and a four hundred one k. That's what we worked for, your people. Congratulations! Uh, I'm telling you, man. They they hate dude. Vivek is Vivek is proof of everything that they say America is not. It's, he's proof that they're wrong. The Democratic Party is wrong. There is no systemic racism against brown or black people. Look at him. You know what I mean? The, what he did was not buy in to any of your left-wing beliefs and just said, no, if I work hard, if I do the right thing, if I make the right decisions, if I get married to one woman you know, and stay with her, and if I work hard, I will succeed. And that is the truth. I don't care who you are or what color you are. If you have three kids with three different women and you're working on the fourth, and you don't even have like a good career, you'll never succeed. You have made nothing but bad decisions. You know? Vivek. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> Ramashwarma. <laughs> Dude, he's only a month older than you. I know. He, I, I have to compare myself to him and LeBron James. Folks, I'm a loser. 
don't know if you know this about no, us. No, you're not. You're, you're not. You're not at all. It was a total, my, my whole boy total is a, joke, like, but uh, I really you're, like... You're successful, too, and you also come from <laughs> an immigrant background. No, no, I don't need... Uh, I don't need any applause or anything or a positive reinforcement. And you were right. Uh, I, the reason why I'm so into Vivek and why I always play his stuff on our show is because he kind of reminds me a little of ourselves. Uh, yeah. I see that fire in him. Um, you know what? It, I am sad for the current generation. People are lacking that Vivek fire. Man, people. Uh, oh, when you, know, you tell me Vivek's I... this and Vivek's that, oh, but an American, you know, he's an Indian and everything. You're right. It's very sad. It's very sad that the only candidate right now that is saying any of the shit that everybody should be saying is an Indian, is a guy who's first generation. You, all you assholes that have been here for a hundred generations, you're the assholes that should be fighting. Harder than this guy for fake to keep <laughs> the nation what it you know at its level that it is. You know what I'm saying? I do. I'm pretty excited about the future here. Actually, um, I told you before, when we opened the uh, year, I'm positive for this uh, 2024 in Colorado. I think uh, you you heard all the hoopla over Bobert switching districts. I actually yeah. think it's going to open up an opportunity for more localized people who represent the people to rise up and take the spots and also i think people are going to challenge uh old polis there uh for his governorship i think you're going to see some good old boys some folks who like to wear the old rancher hat and probably actually did some ranching in their day i think you're going to see them kind of run into the ring there and uh you know maybe take over the governorship. I could see a swing going on here in Colorado. I, I actually think they're going to regret with this immigration, dude. Yeah, I'm I mean, telling you. It's because a look at backlash. you, look at me. How many people do you know? I mean, The people that are the most left-wing are the people that have been here for generations long enough that they forgot their roots. You know what I mean? They forgot how bad it is in the rest of the world. And uh, I just could not get on board with anti-Americanism, which is at the root of leftism and and the left movement. I'm just not into hating this country simply because our parents came to this country and provided us with this opportunity to, you know— have a retarded podcast and uh, you know have a, <laughs> have a good time. Look what we do the freedom. We get mid. together and we shit on the government yeah. and politicians and Lucky people guys. Way, way more powerful than us. You couldn't do this in other countries. Absolutely you know? not. That's man. our freedom of speech, baby. And That's listen, fine. for all of you guys who don't care about gun rights, after they take down that Second Amendment, what's next? They're coming after the first. They take yeah. away your guns, and then they come after you with their heart attack guns. And if you don't believe me, just take a look, folks. This thing <laughs> disintegrates, and it gives you a heart attack. It's, it just goes uh, right into your blood. arm's going numb. <laughs> if I know my chemtrails correctly, they're just going to rain the heart attack gun stuff upon our heads and just, <laughs> just kill us all instantaneously. <laughs> I think they chemtrailed the whole country because now that storm's going to come in, you know? Oh, man. So are you getting hit with that? Are you uh, inundated <laughs> with... Are, you're in Chicago, so I imagine you're currently within your five-month uh, overcast, right? Isn't that it's basically... Ca- yeah, it just came. The sun went away the other day. We're, we're expecting to see it sometime mid-May. May? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Geoengineering, bro. <laughs> oh no, that's even before they had planes. I know. That's just though, something that's, to do with Chicago. That's what's so it, funny about it. It's just always been Chicago. Absolutely. You hit that gray. Yeah. It's the October uh, to April overcast. It's endless. Yeah. You know, we didn't used to have it here, but now because of the geoengineering and the chemtrails, oh man, we got to have it here in Colorado. I was thinking about how we do the weather modification here. There's so much stuff um, that you could see online with our government. and Dude, no, you're fucking, you're not even tapping into it. Did you see all the projects going on in Saudi Arabia? They're doing it worldwide. 
And actually, no, they're doing like that ski resort. Yes. No. And so, Mike, this is you are a psycho, bro. I because I've been tapping more into what's going on just locally in Colorado, and I we are dry as shit right now. I think we keep hyper uh, geoengineering and doing weather modification here because whatever they're doing in the other parts of the world, it's drying us out here. Yeah, we're just trying to win our our moisture back. I think we're fighting. <laughs> I actually do think that's what's going on, though. I think there's weather warfare going on that that is affect and like they can't admit it, but they're admitting it. And like, yeah, we're we're cloud seeding all stuff. But here in Colorado, man, I mean, we we thrive and need the snow. We're not getting it this year. They're clearly manufacturing it, but it's not working. Like they're actually, I I've been noticing it. I'm like, wow, like they're kind of failing. <laughs> it's Bidenomics, right? Maybe they just don't have enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, did you see everything going on in Saudi Arabia? There's four major projects. I imagine they're just creating massive amounts of water out there. Well, they have the line is under under construction. They're doing the line. This is they're the f- building yes. it. You can see it. The 15 minute city, out. 150 kilometer line. Wow, city. And then on top of that, they're also doing this thing called the cube. Then they're doing this thing with the octagon, and then they're doing that. Uh, so that that ski resort. This is a ski resort in Saudi Arabia. It's going to be open this year because they have the contract for the Winter Games. We're going to hold the Winter Games in Saudi Arabia. The, we're in a simulation, people. <laughs> there is. The moon, the earth is not flat. It is a binary code, people. (laughs) Earth is flat. The moon is flat. This is a hologram. Folks, wake up. We are Neo in the Matrix, baby. Oh, my God, man. Get out of here. They're they're building a ski resort, and they're they're already saying there's there's not enough moisture in the year of Saudi Arabia <laughs> to provide enough snow for this place. So they're all they're building this whole ski resort that's gonna hold the winter games, and it's all on the premise that they're gonna make enough snow. It's game over, people. World <laughs> War Four. We skipped three. We went to four. Water wars, baby. Weather wars, man. <laughs> Holy cow! We've we've gone to the Nexus. Oh my God, man! Where's Mel Gibson? <laughs> Only Keanu Reeves will save us save us from this one, man. This is Mad Max, dude. Swear to God, we're about to be playing for water, dude. Yeah, yeah. They made a fucking ski resort in Saudi Arabia. Let me tell you, I've been to the Middle East. It doesn't exactly scream ski resort. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was there for a whole year. I never once thought, hmm, this would be a great place for a ski resort. You know? Wow, man. I am actually floored by this one. So I, their, idea, <laughs> their whole plan is they're going to pipeline because they're, they're building it on this like mountain range. In uh, Saudi Arabia. So they're going to fucking do this pipeline from the Persian Gulf. Pump this seawater. Dude, it's like 200 miles. I don't even know how far. It's it's like 2,000 miles, maybe, to this fucking (laughs) ski resort where they then have to desalinate it in order to then turn it into snow. Outrageous. I'm blown away. But, but Frank, do you have a gas stove in your house? <laughs> <laughs> You're responsible for killing the environment. But if you tell anyone those are chemtrails and they're weather modifying and those are uh, cl- they're doing the cloud seeding, you're a conspiracy theorist, man. They oh, don't you got it. another tin hat for me there, buddy? <laughs> Jesus Christ, what are you talking about? Oh, man. All right, well, we have hit that point, Mike. I think we've uh, exhausted the time. Uh, yeah. My God. Uh, I, I can go another three hours. Uh,